How's everybody this morning? Good. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, I'm going to share with you um, the story of what Jesus did in my life, because that's the best way I know how. Um, and we're going to talk about the kingdom of God. Um, <laughs> and that is the kingdom of God, by the way, <laughs> the children. So ever since Jesus came into this world, he's been talking about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God is like um, a king, a kingdom of God, so many things about the kingdom of God. And, um, and I just want to share with you what it means to have the kingdom of God here on earth. When he prayed, he said, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And in fact, I just, I do want to pray right now. I want to pray. Um, Father God, we just come before you today, and I'm here to share what you've done into my life. And I just pray that your presence be here. I pray for the Holy Spirit to come and touch each one of us. And do you have a message that you um, want to share with each one of us individually? And we thank you because you are an individual God and not a collective God. And we thank you because we know you're here. And I give you this time, this day, this moment, and I just pray that you speak through me. In Jesus' name, amen. So um, I want to tell you, my mom passed away um, in the day after Christmas this year. And um, before she passed away, um, she must have known she was getting ready to die because um, she was feeling bad. She got up in the morning, got dressed, every, did everything, and midway, sent my dad to the grocery store to get some stuff. And midway, she just didn't feel good. Um, there was somebody in the house. She asked him to come help her. And she sat on the bed, and she said, Can you please prop some pillow behind me so I can lay down? But before she laid down, she lifted her hands up, and she said, Jesus, accept my soul. And then she laid down. He went out to get some help from somebody. By the time my dad, when he went out, there was, my dad was there and he said, hurry up. she's not feeling good, she's sick. When he came in, she was gone. And I'm thinking, here's my mom, she's not here. She's in heaven. And then I thought, what is the difference between my mom and me? Because the kingdom of heaven is here. She's at the kingdom of heaven. I'm at the kingdom of heaven. The only difference is, is that she gets to see Jesus face to face. And I want to show you how, what that means. So I have a box here with me, and you can see it. Do you guys know what's in there? Does anybody know what's in there? Because if you do know what's in there, that means you got the gift of prophecy. <laughs> Okay, so, but I know what's in there, right? And at some point, I'll open the box, and you'll know what's in there. So the only thing that's keeping you from knowing what's in there is the fact that you haven't seen it. But when I open it and show it to you, if you believe that there's something in there, you're going to see for a fact that there is something in there. So the kingdom of heaven is like this box. It's in there. And, and Jesus came in and said, here is the kingdom of heaven. I have come to give it to you. 
But you know what? We have to know that it's in there by faith because we don't really touch it and see it. But once in a while, things happen that opens our eyes to see it by faith. And what I want to share with you is how, for me, it opened it opened up. Um, I was laying in bed one night, and I was thinking, oh, dear Jesus, my prayers are not effective. I keep praying, and, you know, sometimes I get answers. Sometimes I don't. I don't even know sometimes what I'm praying for. I'll say, oh, I'll pray for you, and sometimes I don't pray. And so what what's going on? How can I make my prayers effective? So I thought, I'm laying, at, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning, and I'm laying in there, and you know how your mind kind of races, and you think about this and that. And at one point I thought, I'm just going to pray God's prayer, just the way he taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Well, English is my second language, so I decided to pray it in my language and in English, going back and forth. And so at one point I came to, your kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven. And I thought, what does that mean? As it is in heaven. I'm thinking, what is in heaven? I mean, how do I know what's in heaven? I just hear about it, but I don't know. And then I thought, wait a minute. Jesus himself prayed, as it is in heaven, he wants it to come down here. And what does that really mean? And so at that moment, I just had this burning passion, desire to know what the kingdom of heaven was. And then from then, I, I went on to to try and look for the Lord in all the different ways. So um, this past um, August, I decided to go to school, to Bible school. And um, I started, and two months after I started, um, on a Wednesday afternoon, I remember I had a class, and I was going to class, and my husband called me, and he said to me, well, I went to the doctor, and they found that I have cancer. And it is a stage 4 cancer. And if you know cancer, if you've heard cancer, it's almost like a death sentence, especially when it's a stage 4 cancer. You're thinking, I mean, if I say stage 4 cancer, the first thing you think of is what? Death. Death, you know? So I sat in, in, in my car. I was waiting for my class to begin. And I sat in the car, and I thought, all right, God, at this very moment, I have a choice. Because the first thing that comes to my mind is, oh, my gosh, my husband, you know, he's, he's going to die. Um, and then I thought, well, um, I could choose to believe that or I could choose to believe your word. And the first verse that came to my mind, and I'm going to read it to you, um, is Romans 8, 6. So Romans 8, 6 says, The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. And then I thought, okay, well, <laughs> you know, um, I could choose to dwell on the things that I don't know, like what kind of cancer is it, how far has it spread, what is it going to do to him, um, what am I going to do if something happens to him, or I could choose at that very moment to have the mind of the Spirit, and then I can have peace. And so I, I moved on to read 
And I, as I read on, and on Romans eight, it talked about the power, the spirit that resurrected Jesus from the dead, as the same power that He has given us. So from that day on, I just said, okay, He has been diagnosed with cancer, stage four, and here's the cancer. I'm going to take it and give it to the Lord and drop it right there and then leave it there. Because if I take it back from him, then I make him my own. I don't have the solution. I don't have the strength, the nothing to take care of that. But he does. And so, and that is the kingdom of God. Because where he is, there's always healing. And so I thought, you know, if I abide in him and he abides in me, then just like Jesus said, I and the Father are one. And he's called us to that to that sonship and daughtership and to be one with him. That's the kingdom that we operate in. You know, it's it's like Donna said, I she's always saying, Let's go have fun. We're just we're just made to have fun with Jesus. We're just made to worship him. There's so many wonderful things that we haven't even seen that is out there for us. So anyway, I went home and I decided I'm going to, he said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And I thought, well, wait a minute, what does that mean? If I ask anything in my name? Okay. Well, I want a million dollars. You know, I mean, it's, I mean, basically he just said, ask anything, you know. So I decided that I'm going to go and ask him. I said, God, I want you to heal my husband. And if for some reason you decide that he's coming home and he dies, I want you to resurrect him from the dead. I mean, just that's what I want. And I told my husband, I said, if you die and go to heaven when you get there, just tell Jesus that she wants me back. I'm going back. Because he said, ask anything in my name. But anyway, but as you know, with cancer or anything else in life, um, the enemy is always at hand. He's always, always there. And um, so there's the worry of, okay, he's going to be in pain. Um, I have to work twice as hard. Um, how are we going to have, um, how are we going to have um, health care? Because he's the one that provided the health care. And so the thought of it, all of it, when it came to me, it was enough to just crush you. But then again, I remembered, I live in the kingdom of God. I mean, literally, it's that castle where you wear a crown, you know, and you're the princess. I mean, why not? Because it's a kingdom. It's a kingdom where there is a king, and we're his people, you know? But the only difference is we're not just his people. We're his kids. We belong to him, and everything in that kingdom belongs to us. We've been given authority over it. And so um, I decided once again, I can't, I can't worry about this. I can't worry about this, so here it is, Lord. I gave it to him, and I turned around. And, repli- and, and in exchange, I got peace. Peace that passes every understanding. Peace that is so supernatural that you can't even believe it. So for the last nine months, when my husband was going through cancer and um, going through chemo, 
um, there was only one thing in my mind. When he gets better, we're going to go travel because that's how it operates in the kingdom of heaven. And, um, and so at the end of May, um, he's healed. But is that a surprising thing to me? Because you know what? He said, come and ask me. I asked, and he delivered it. But the thing is, is if he said, no, I really want him, I want him in heaven, then the question is, is, is if you really, really, really want him more than I want him, then take him. Because you know what? It's a matter of time before I go worship with him in heaven anyway. Because for us that know the Lord Jesus Christ, it's it doesn't matter if we're here or in heaven. It is the kingdom of God. It all belongs to him. But the thing is, is what I want to do this morning is I want to encourage you that you guys have been given power and authority. Um, and um, I'm going to read you some scriptures um, so you know um, what I'm talking about. You know, when I when I laid in bed and I thought, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, and I was wondering what that kingdom is about, um, here's what um, Jesus says. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. When a, ma- when a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. It is enough to make you sell everything you have, everything you own, to go after it. It's um, it's uh, you know, all I can say is, is if you drop everything you're doing right now and pursue the kingdom of heaven, um, the rewards of it is not only beneficial to you. You're going to collect more people, you know. And my desire and my hope is the Lord infected me with a virus of the kingdom of heaven. And everywhere I go and cough, I hope somebody gets that virus, <laughs> you know, because it is and is the most wonderful, beautiful thing. And um, so besides me, besides what I found out, besides what I've gotten from the kingdom of God, um, it does something else. It's not only just for me. You know, when Jesus walked away from, um, when he walked away from um, the, um, his disciples and went away to be by himself, he was going to be with his father. And when he is with his father, things happened. You know, he was filled by the presence of the Lord. You know, if you remember in the Old Testament, the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord um, was very holy. And when they, want to, when they went to war or when they went to conquer a land, when they went everywhere, the Ark went before them. That was the presence of God. You weren't supposed to touch it. But... It was so holy. But if, if the ark didn't go with them, they never succeeded. But if the ark went with them, 
they succeeded. So Jesus went to the presence of the Lord. When you go into the presence of the Lord, you get filled by the presence of the Lord. And you come out, I'm telling you don't have to witness to anybody. That presence just oozes out. And it just infects everybody that you see around you. So when Jesus came out and he spent I don't know how many hours he spent. Um, you know, they said he, he woke up really early. I personally can't get up at 6 in the morning and have my quiet time because if I do, I set the snooze button and hit it like 5 million times. <laughs> and then I say, God, find a different time of the day to really speak to me. But sometimes I wonder, what happens if I get up at 4 in the morning and I just sit before the presence of the Lord and he just comes over me. When I walk out there, are people going to be healed? But, you know, here's what um, the kingdom of heaven is. As you go proclaim, proclaim this message, the kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive, drive out demons. Freely you have received and freely give. So, it's not just only for me that it is for everybody out there. And you know that our world is full of sick people, demonized people, even though we may not recognize it. There's no more leprosy, but there's all different kinds of leprosy. So you have been given, because the kingdom of God is near, you have been given the authority and the power to go heal the, the sick. Because you know why? It's been given to you for freely. My husband has been healed of cancer. In my opinion, he's been given the key to go heal somebody who has cancer. And that's what the Bible says. You know, um, in my opinion, I have the power of the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead to go pray for a woman who's hurting because her husband is sick or his ch her children are sick. And that's not an easy authority to have. It is, it, I mean, I just, I, I, I don't know what to say. It's a, it's a powerful thing that we've been given. Um, so Jesus says, if I drive out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has, has come upon you. So, what you've been given, if you go out and say, I declare that I'm going to drive demons out of you. I mean, I'm just not saying out of you. But in this day where people are depressed and sad and anxiety-ridden and pharmaceutical companies are making millions of dollars by selling tiny little pills that can help with um, anxiety, Jesus is saying, that he has given us the power to go drive that anxiety. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Depression will bow down to, to the name of Jesus. Anxiety will bow down to the name of Jesus. And so we've been given it. If we go lay our hands and do that, then the kingdom of God has come near. And the thought that I was given that power and that authority 
the, the fact that I have been given um, that love. Um, to me, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, and so, and I'm realizing that I don't have to die to go to see heaven. Why not just get started right now? You know, just get started having fun. Because I don't even want to waste my time talking about what Satan is doing because you know what? He has no power. He has no power. And um, I do. I want to give a testimony about Satan, and I want to tell you what happened. When my daughter and I, um, we bought a house but before I met my husband, and we moved into this house, and um, something happened to me in that house. Um, I used to always be afraid. Fear was the number one um, weapon that Satan used to attack me. Um, I was afraid of my own shadow. I was afraid of dark. I mean, literally, when I was a child, I used to, to get up and go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. If it was dark, I would just look around and run to the bathroom and close it and turn on the light. And I'd go, oh, good, you know. And I would be afraid of, I'm afraid of dogs. I'm afraid of... Um, um, snakes, yeah, um, just, you know, afraid of authority, afraid of everything, and not to mention Satan, I mean, talk about Satan, he's big, and so, um, you know, and being a single mom, and me by myself protecting that little child, you know, it's like, you know, I always prayed, and I knew that the Lord would send angels to protect us, but one night I was sleeping, and um, I was sleeping in my bedroom. Here's um, uh, This is my daughter's bedroom. Here's my bedroom, hallway in between. She came and slept with me. And um, I heard fighting outside, people bickering. And I thought, oh, my gosh, my new neighbors, I wonder if they're drunks. You know, it's late at night, and they're fighting. And then I was just trying to go to sleep, and then the fighting just got louder and louder and louder. And pretty soon, the, the noise was not outside. It was inside. By this time, I was terrified. I mean, it's not something like I could get a bat and go after a burglar or something, but it was so loud. And before I know it, I, I felt a presence by my bed, and I heard him scream at me. And when he sc screamed, and I knew it had to be Satan, he was like, it was an angry shout like you don't belong to me and I'm so mad because you you've given your life to Jesus and he screamed so loud that my blanket literally flew off and I'm I'm, I'm just telling you because this is exactly what I experienced and of course as a mother my first instinct was to protect my daughter and my hand went like this and a voice that was not an audible voice, but a voice of authority said to me, do not touch your child right now. So, of course, I kept my hands like this, and I kept, um, I kept praying in the name of Jesus, because I know that the name of Jesus will remove you. In the name of Jesus, leave. In the name of Jesus. And finally, the voice left. And, and then I met Joseph, and I got married to him, and he moved in. And one night in the middle of the night, um, the poor guy is sleeping in his T-shirt and underwear. And I'm like, get up. And he's like, what's going on? I said, get up. I feel I sense something in this house. 
and I don't know what it is. And so he goes, okay, what do I do? So at 3 o'clock in the morning, we're running around, anointing every door in that house and every window in that house, praying so that whatever spirit it is would leave us. And about three months after that, um, my daughter came to me one day, and she says, I had a dream that I was being chased by a, a bear, and I was being chased, me and Hannah and Joseph were being chased by a bear at the park. We live right next to a park. I said, well, don't worry about it, and bear for her is a representation of Satan. I said, he has no power and authority to touch you. Um, and then when Joseph came from work, he put his uh, stuff down, and he says, by the way, I meant to tell you, um, last night I had a dream I was going to share with you, but I forgot. He says, I had a dream that Hannah and Sarah and me were at the uh, park, and we were being chased by them. And then I thought, at right that very moment, I was sitting in front of our French door. I looked up, and you know, it was dark, 11 o'clock at night. Do you know the first thing I saw? Um, when we anointed the door with the cross and prayed everything, on that particular door, the oil from the anointing, the cross, was still there. I mean, I don't know how I saw it in the dark. But then I knew at that moment that Satan has no power and authority. We drove him out. And then from then on, Satan never dares come to my yard or in my house or anywhere. Because you know what? He doesn't want to be where the kingdom of heaven is. I, I now belong in that protected you know, castle that the Lord has built for me. So um, I say all this to say that... Um, to say all that, that his is possible. It's possible. The only thing that is required from us is to believe all the words that Jesus said. When Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is at hand, when he said, you will be healed, I promise you, if you surrender everything to him, you will experience in that second of surrender what it means to live in the kingdom of God. Um, I don't know... How many, I know a feast last week well, or two weeks ago when you spoke, you said you were given 20 minutes, and I can't keep <laughs> I don't know how many minutes I have. But um, all I want to do is just share, share this with you and let you know that the kingdom of God is so near. We are special people of God. We are ambassadors. And if you know ambassadors... They represent that country where they belong in. If you're an ambassador sent to Guatemala, if you're an ambassador sent to Sweden, and if you're an ambassador um, sent to Ghana, you are the United States of America and Ghana. You are the United States of America and Sweden. You're the United States of America. So if the people come after you in Guatemala and attack you. They didn't just attack you. They attacked the United States of America. And America is not going to sit and watch. Nobody can attack us because the heavenly war will be waged against them. That's the kind of power we hold in our hands. And, um, and uh, I, don't, I, I, I just don't know what to say. But anyway... So having said that, um, 
What's in this box? None of you guys know, right? Yeah, but do, do you believe that there's something in there? Maybe there isn't anything. I don't know. But do you believe that there's something in there? Okay. Huh? You want me to shake it to find out what it is? <laughs> okay. So I want you to do an exercise with me, okay? This is an exercise I want to do with you. You know, when Peter, when Jesus said to Peter, before the, the, what is the animal that uh, croaks three times? The rooster. The rooster does, uh, um, crows three times. Um, I, you know, for those of us that speak two languages, <laughs> it's so hard. Sometimes I can't even speak one language right. <laughs> Between two of them, I can get maybe half right. Um, he said, you're going to deny me three times. You guys are like Peter. I'm like Peter. There are so many times where I came short of the glory of God and I de- denied Jesus. Not maybe publicly, but in my personal walk, I denied him. But you know what? Even though he denied him, after everything is done, when Jesus got resurrected, he met Peter on the road, and they had a moment together. Here's the thing, that when I meet Jesus finally face to face, I know that it's not going to be a collective thing where he's going to be up on the um, throne preaching, and he's going to say, welcome, my children. He's going to look at me, and he's going to say, oh, my gosh, Beth. You're here. You know, I can picture myself in a convertible driving down a beautiful beach with Jesus next to me. Because you know what? That's the kind of Jesus he is. I don't have to be the 11th child or the third child. I'm the firstborn to him. That's how much he loves me. And um, that is a beautiful and wonderful thing. But so, because he loves you all, um, I just want to know what he gave you. So everybody close your eyes and ask him. I mean, this is, this is not, you know, it's, it's just an exercise. It's not to say that it's something that you have to do. But you know what? This is how personal God is. Ask him what you think is in this box and let him give you a picture. You know what? If he tells you there's a chicken in this box, please tell me there's a chicken in this box. Because you know what? It all means to me is that you had a communication with him. You heard his voice. He gave you a picture. But whatever it is, it's going to be personal to you. But I'm just going to give you a minute and close your eyes and then tell me. Okay. Does anybody want to share what the Lord has given him? Heaven is in here? I love it. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Who else? Peace. Okay. He communicated that there is peace in here to you. Safety. Okay. Safety. A light like a candle. Okay. Confirmation of God's prayer. Oh my gosh. I mean, seriously? (laughs) 
This is all the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is safety. The kingdom of heaven, without a doubt, is peace. You know, the kingdom of heaven is on heaven and on earth, you know. And then the light, my gosh, that's like the kingdom of heaven himself. He's the light. Anybody else? Peace. What would you get? Nothing? Okay. All right. That's okay. Anybody else? You guys want to see what it is? Okay. Huh? A necklace? That's what you saw? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's the thing. I mean, you didn't you didn't see it a few minutes ago, right? So because you didn't see it, you don't know what it was. But now you're going to see what it is. It's just a key. Did you did you think key? See, this is key. That's the art of listening to God. You know. But God doesn't really speak to us in like, hey, Christy, are you listening to me? He gives us thoughts. He gives us mind pictures, and he communicates to us. See, <laughs> that's a confirmation to you that you listen to God and act upon upon his word, and you'll be fine. But it's just a key, and the key actually says love on it. Yeah. And so I just want to say to you guys that here's what Jesus said. This is his words. He said, he was talking to Peter again. He said, um, and I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So, I don't know what you guys want to bind um, today. <laughs> Christy, see, I love it. I love it. That's it. That's, see, that is what I want to release in you is that you don't need proof. It's your father. He's talking to you. You belong to him. You know, it's not like you're saying that... Um, there's an accent here to murder somebody, you know. It's just, you just thought keys, right? He was talking to you. But that's, that's the gift for some of us. He's given the gift of prophecy. You know, the, for some of us, he's given the gift of um, giving. And so many different, for me personally, he gave me the gift of prophecy. But you know what? All my life, I was born and raised under the constraints of religion. Religion, the kind of religion that says you go to church, you sit and worship, and you leave. But that's I don't I don't want a religion. I want a relationship with my father, and and so when I had dreams and my dreams came true, I thought eh, it's just a dream. And when I had um, visions, I thought, well, I made it up. I have an imag- imaginative mind, you know. But the thing is, God, God is spirit, and He's worshipped. In spirit. So when he talks to you, it's your heavenly father that talks to you. Because if I whispered in your ears, you would have had proof, right? Because I was sitting next to you. But he is much closer than that. He is much, much closer than that. And with that word, it's not only for you to feel confirmed that he loves me. With that word, you can bind anything you want to bind and lose anything you want to lose. So I just want to pray this morning. 
And I just want us to pray for one another, you know. Um, if um, you're sitting close to somebody, touch them. Lay hands on them. Because you know what? You all have the keys now to open whatever it is that's troubling that person. Whatever it is that is affecting that person, you have the keys and the power and the authority. By Jesus, the one that loves you and died on the cross for you, he gave you a key to open the kingdom of God and to set it loose. So um, let's just pray for one another.